Carl. How Hello, are you Lynn. today? I am in my car. We're zooming in my car as we're zooming down the highway. I'm not driving though, so it's okay. Isn't this an amazing world of technology that we live in? Um, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because of technology, we get to talk about what's streaming because we can't go to the movies. And now St. Louis has a big announcement, the Moolah Theater, which we've come to know and love for the past 15 years, is not going to reopen. Now, there's a couple of things with that. One, the bowling alley is still going to be open. Right. And two, uh, St. Louis, uh, what's, what was the group? The group St. Louis the Cinemas. Group. St. Louis Cinemas, they still have two of them. They have the MX open downtown and they have the Chase Park Plaza open downtown. And the reason that they chose to keep those two open is because they're more than one house. You can show six movies there. The thing about the Moolah is that it was it's just one house. It's, kind, it's, it's like if the high point had leather seats. That's, that's right. why they decided to keep shuttered one house when they opened in 2005 it was a big deal because they were the first people with the couches and the leather seats right. and recliners but then everybody started having them and they had multiplexes i do right remember going there a lot back in the day the last time i was there was december of 2018 i went to see creed 2 because they didn't show it to us and right. it was around my son tim's birthday and it was wacky wednesday so we got the five dollar admission and i remembered that like oh okay. wacky wednesdays i want to know though harman mosley did own the Galleria yeah. Six Cinemas, and they're not mentioned in any of these news articles. And I tried to I don't, find I don't out. Think they, I don't think he owns those in, that anymore. I thought that went to Landmarks, didn't it? Hmm. Well, we'll because, have to find well, out. I believe Plaza Frontenac and the Galleria are owned by the same people. Oh. Which I thought was Landmark. But I'm not 100% sure on that. But also, I did, the last movie I saw at the Moolah uh, Cinema was one I was in. Oh, never say goodbye. They had, they had the big premiere. They had the red carpet. And they had their world premiere there. Yeah, the big red carpet. Yes. And I was on, and I was on television. <laughs> and in the movie at the very end. So well, that, was the, that was the last thing I saw there. But I've bowled there many times since then. But... It's going that it was not a part of me at all. Well, I think parking was a big deal there, was a big problem, a big drawback. Wow. You had to go to that lot that they had in the back there. And I think that because that, of the residents, it's a residence place too. So residents got first priority. Right. I understand. But beautiful it, it's a beautiful building. building. I do think this does open up a chance for Alamo Draft House to come in. Yeah. That did, because the, that is something that they would like. The Moolah did have a really cool bar. And they, they were the first ones yeah. to have those uh, drink names, you know, after the movies. And then they also had that little room 
where they would have those like Mad Men viewing parties and Breaking yeah. Bad finale. I don't know what that was called. Maybe the lounge. They did have late night Grindhouse there. Tom Stockman used to to yep. uh, host it, and then that went away. Well, they they had two rooms. They had a they had a room on the east. East was the bigger room, and then the one in the west that was more like a VIP lounge. Okay. Because I think they showed movies in the East Lounge and then the West Lounge for, uh, you know. Right. Right. It had lost its cachet. So, well, you know, you got to move on and uh, the world's going to be very different. As uh, Ray Hartman said last night, uh, we're in for Darwinian times. <laughs> it's going to be survival. Well, yeah, that's, another, that's another thing. Since... Since St. Louis University's on, you know, virtual school, none of those kids were going to movies because they're not there. Right. Right. But I don't, I don't know how. I mean, well, all cinemas shut down right now too, so it doesn't matter. Which leads us to the Skyview. Uh, Governor Pritzker says no, Skyview, you cannot open. Right. They were going to open next weekend with oldies, right. Goonies, right. and Grease, and all that. And I put, and they had a. They had a very detailed plan. They like, did. And it was only it was only gonna be one of the two uh, screens showing movies and so that they could space everyone out. And they were going to only uh, if you wanted to order food, you had to do it in the Schnooks parking lot. Somebody would take your order. They would bring right. it to you. And because uh, Schnooks is right next door. And they were going to not have uh, the women's bathroom open. They were gonna have porta potties and they were going to clean those every 15 minutes and they had this huge plan in place but because the order in illinois is extended to the end of may that put that in jeopardy so and you think that drive-in drive-ins would be the best way to see movies right now right but it said 10 gathering that 10 person gathering rule you can't you can't make money with 10 people in the theater right and, and also the fact that there is no new product. I mean, it's it's great to go see the Goonies on a big screen, but see something new at a when you're doing the drive-in. Right. Well, when they were first going to open, they were going to have Trolls World Tour on April 10th. Right. Right. And that was yeah. And then they were going to have Mulan. So, you know, that's their bread and butter, the kid movies. That's because the families all come in the cars and and uh, that. But in other states drive-ins are thriving right uh, I, I remember well, the last movie i saw there was i think despicable me three but my family goes every year so i don't yeah, i don't I, think i went last year i try to go every year the kid the kids were home when memorial day and we went for a a, a, a double feature of mad max fury road and pitch perfect two couldn't be more different, <laughs> but it was really no. fun. It was really fun to sit outside and watch those. But yeah, yes. talk about a yin and a yang. But anyway, um, I love the Skyview. I grew up in the Skyview, and it's just one of those nostalgic things. And uh, hopefully, they'll come back. And they do have a horror fright fest every the end the season in October, and that's really a lot of fun too. So the new releases this week, there's only two of them, as far as I can tell. And one is from IFC, True History of the Kelly Gang. 
So okay, I, so this was a gangster family, right? Old Western gangster family? Yes, this is from the 19th century. He, he uh, was like the Robin Hood anti-hero of Australia back in the 1870s. And okay. he's, he's been played, Ned Kelly has been played by Mick Jagger and Heath Ledger. And now he is played as a little kid by Orlando Schwartz. He gives a fantastic performance, this kid. And then grown-up Ned Kelly is George Mackay from 1917. So couldn't be okay. more complete. And it's very Australian. It is set in the bush and the best part of this whole movie is Russell Crowe. He, I didn't even know he was in this, and all of a sudden there's Russell Crowe. He is full-on Arson Wells. He's roly-poly now. He's really let himself go, and he's roly-poly now, and for the character, he's got this grimy, grungy, gray beard, and his hair is all blown, and he's this bush ranger, and he teaches young Ned how to handle a gun and he's quite the character and to see him chewing up the scenery is just a hoot. So it reminds you of, of when Orson Welles got enormous and did a touch of evil <laughs> and started doing that. So the cast is actually good. Charlie Hoonam is in it going full frontal nudity okay. practically, which is I guess what he's known for now. It's like, you know, and then uh, Nicholas Holt comes along in the second half. Really? Yeah. I like Nicholas Holt. Yeah. So this is a true story, but it's not really the true story. Who directed it is Justin Kurzel, and he directed that, that revisionist Macbeth with Michael Fassbender and Marion Cotillard from 2015, okay. which I enjoyed. And uh, he's very stylish, very stylized, very bleak landscape, a lot of blood. This holds true here. He has a choppy, disjointed style that I don't care for. And <laughs> it's hard to follow what's going on and who's who, unless you are a big fan of this Aussie folk hero in the same manner of Bonnie and Clyde back in the day and okay. uh, it's very grim and bleak and uh, but it has a punky vibe the director made the Ned Kelly gang it's a whole bunch of young folk he had them act like they were a punk band in pre-rehearsal Okay. And they got to bond that way. So they're calling this the punk poet version of Ned Kelly. By the way, he was hanged when he was 25 years old. So he didn't live long, but during his time, he really tore up the countryside. The movie is also about the relationship with his mother. And his mother is rather slutty. And she is played by Essie Yay. Davis, who played the mom in ba The Babadook. 
Oh, really? Okay. So it's very Australian. Yeah, very Australian. So it's all of these Australian names, and it's uh, uh, very authentic in terms of the way it looks. But they start off with saying everything is true, but then they add nothing uh, in this is true. So who knows? But it's one of those. So like do other Australian names show up? Like Teresa Palmer or um, Nicole Kidman or Hugh Jackman? No, no. But Hugh Hugh Jackman is going to be on HBO in a new movie on Saturday night called Bad Education. And it is directed by none none other than young St. Louis hotshot Corey Finley. And my friend Larry Romano is going to be in that movie on Sunday night. He has a couple scenes with Ray Romano. And it's Ray Romano, Hugh Jackman, Allison Janney, and it is supposed to, it's based on a true story, and it is new content on HBO Saturday night. I know, I'm excited. They say it's really good. And uh, Corey Finley grew up in Clayton. He went to Burroughs. He did the movie Thoroughbreds, which got a lot of buzz, which is probably why he got to helm this big name movie. And... I'm excited to see it because it's about the biggest embezzlement case in a school on Long Island. This happened, uh, Hugh Jackman plays this very charismatic superintendent and they get the school's cumulative grade average and test scores up. They're like fourth in the nation. They're all patting themselves on the back how well they did. Well, it turns out he embezzled a lot of money and a student reporter uncovers it. Yay for student reporters. And then he tries to cover it up. Yay reporting. So I hear, and I hear there's other, there's other aspects to this because the, the promos for this have not told hardly anything about the story. No. And Larry, Larry was telling me a little bit about the story. And I said, wow, they haven't said anything about that. There's a certain thing about Hugh Jackman's character. And I didn't know any of that. So they've been very hush-hush about the whole plot and the characters. It's just shots of all these famous people. And you know it's at a school. And that's, that's all people know about it. Right, and it looks fantastic. Ray Romano was on James Corden the other night, and he said that it's been. Of course, he's not gonna say it's not good, but no, because Ray, Ray, Ray will say that when it's bad, because Ray has said that on talk shows before. Hey, is he related to your friend? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Larry Romano was on The King of Queens in the first couple seasons, as uh, he was the one that called Kevin James Moose. Oh, okay. All right. And he lives so. in Saint, he lives in St. Louis now on the hill. So, so that's another reason to get uh, to get HBO. You know, and HBO Max. If you already have HBO, you'll get HBO Max for free. I will. I love their new ad. It's got a picture of Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini, and it says "Win Bada," and then it's got a picture of Matthew uh, Perry. And it says meets Bing. And then it has a picture of Jim Parsons meets Bang. Ah. And Bada meets Bing meets Bang. It's awesome ad. Yeah, because they're going to have all the episodes of Friends now. And then I assume Big Bang Theory, if 
Jim Parsons is on there. So. Yes, uh, and Friends. Yeah, all of those. Yeah, I don't understand all these streaming. Like, why is NBC doing this? Like, why are they all streaming? Why do we have to pay for network TV? <laughs> Oh. oh, they're going to get us one way or the other, aren't they? Well, yeah, so they I want you to have 50 million uh, streaming things. You cut the cord, so now you have to get every single one to get everything that you were getting before when you had the cord. I haven't cut the cord yet. I was thinking about it, but I'm too confused about what to do and what would I lose and how would I... It's just too much. Um, so have you been watching the ESPN? I cannot hear you right now. I think we're oh, in a really? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, I rec I recorded it and I I want to watch it, but I need more than two episodes. I need at least four, and then I can watch them all because it's ten parts. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see it. I recall that time period very vividly. We watched all those games, and that was when Michael Jordan. My boys were of that age where they all had Michael Jordan tennis shoes and T-shirts. Ooh. Back in the day. So where is where is Miss Liz? I don't know. Liz. I don't know. So Carl, what other uh, new releases have you seen? I have seen nothing. I have been watching uh, the old BBC masterpiece Sherlock. That's I'm finished with season one of that right now because those those episodes are actually ninety minute movies. And so I never got around to seeing them and I'm catching up on those. Uh -huh. Well, I have seen the streaming movies that they are providing us, but I have not been overjoyed. It's a lot of depressing content, which is yes. hard to watch right now. I just watched a, a movie that they're touting for May Mental Health Awareness Month called Sound of the Wind. It's very low budget. You can tell it's very low budget <laughs> and they want you to have a discussion about mental health, which is very important at this time because that's going to be a big issue reverberate for months to come when we are out of lockdown. Right. And Hopefully. so uh, yeah. uh, this um, movie Sound of the Wind is about a is about paranoia. It's about a guy with a delusional disorder. He thinks that he's saving his daughter, but in in effect, he is putting himself in danger. There's a bag of money. There's a big chase. His daughter is played uh, by a newcomer who's very good, Lisa Rons, and his name is Christian Gutierrez. Oh gosh, I had written this down. <laughs> Where's my notes? Christian Neko Quintero. Okay. And uh, it's directed by a guy named Jared Douglas, who used to be Jared Douglas Greenwald. And it's, uh, they want you to, it's basically man versus himself. And they want you to talk about mental illness. And that's all well and good. And if counselors watch it and get things out of it, I found it hard to follow. And also, it wasn't very uh, entertaining. Know. Well, no. <laughs> but also, there's this really annoying soundtrack. 
that overtakes oh. it from the beginning. Just this propulsive soundtrack. It's just too much. Way too much. Way too okay. big. So you got that or you got the wild bunch in uh, Australia, all about the anarchy and re rebellion. And it just depends what you want to watch. I, I like the Hugh Jackman. Well, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase that. I like the Hugh Jackman, Nicole Kidman movie, Australia. The first two thirds of it. The last third ruins the entire movie, but the first two thirds are great. It is. It is. I agree. They would have ended it after the cattle rush. Then it would have been perfect. Yeah. But it was three hours. It was wow. Well, this one has the very strong accents, which is, you know, they might as well just have subtitles to me on some of this. Right. You know, and, and uh, that's the way it is. But uh, well, if you're watching it, if you're watching it on a streaming service, then you could turn on the subtitles. You're right. Closed captioning. So the other movies that came out last week were Sella and the Spades, which is high school hell. It's at a Shishi prep school and there's five factions that run it. And Sella is in charge of a very gangsta uh, faction. They are yeah. the ones that sell the drugs and alcohol to everybody. And it's her trying to retain her power and it's frightening if you have children of that age. And it also um, has some good people. Jared, Jarell Jerome, who was Kevin in Moonlight for the, for the- uh, The middle part. Middle part, the high school part. The high school part. And he won an Emmy for When They See Us, which is about right. the Central Park Five. He yeah. beat out all those heavy hitters to win the Emmy. He's very good. So he plays her right-hand yeah. man, Max, and he gets distracted because he has a new girlfriend. And then this very promising newcomer named Celeste O'Connor comes in as Paloma. The, she's a, the high school paper photographer, and Sella uh, decides to groom her to take over becomes her protege but like in Cruel Intentions and all those high school Machiavellian movies where they're all trying to hold on to their power she becomes more powerful so Sella is jealous of her so right there's all that Boy, there's a lot of time wasted in high school on who's got the power <laughs> and when you should be studying I know they don't show the they they don't show the classroom very often, and they show them after hours getting into all sorts of shenanigans, and the administration just is just exasperated by these kooky kids. More movies like Eighth Grade. Yeah, Eighth Grade's way more realistic, and then there's uh, this other movie, which is a documentary, which I highly recommend. It's called Crip camp not pc title no. but it won big at sundance this january it was uh produced by barack and michelle obama right and this movie is about this camp for kids with disabilities back in the 60s and they became this band of brothers and they became activists 
and they helped pass through the ADA Landmark Disabilities Act, which is turning 30 this year, which is the whole point of the movie to show how far people came because inclusion was not a word no. back in the 60s. So it showed this. this remember, uh, no, remember in the eight, late 80s and early 90s, they had to redo all of the uh, curbs so they could be ADA compliant. So you could roll up a wheelchair on it. Right now. And they show all, they show all these kids having to go through all this remarkable exertion just to get anywhere, which is eye opening. One of the producers is a kid that's in the movie and they show him all grown up. He's actually a sound designer for theater and it shows him at Berkeley. He was at the Berkeley rep. It shows him trying to get up the steps. He had spina bifida. So it shows him trying to get up the steps every night for his work. Unbelievable. So it shows the landmark how it, it shows how a little group of people can get empowered and emboldened and create change. And it was all from being at this little hippie camp in the you know early 70s near Woodstock, actually in the Catskills of New York. And it's very life affirming and it's a 90 minute documentary. It's on Netflix. It premiered March 25th. So Netflix bought it and it's there. And I really applaud that. That's another thing that that Kelly Gang movie is two hours and four minutes. What? Did not need to be two hours and four minutes. Well, There's if you would have liked it, if you would have liked it, you wouldn't have cared how long it was. Right. Well, first you don't know what the hell's going on because Charlie Hunnam is is screwing his mother, uh, the not his mother, but Ned Kelly's mother, and then her husband shows up, and then you're like, what's going on here? So she was like, you know, the good oh. time gal for the uh, Charlie Hunnam is a sergeant. You know how it's in the colonial period of Australia when England was the ruling class. Oh, like like in the Nightingale. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as grim, but still grim. But hey, this um, guy. Speaking yeah. of movies that we hated, um, me, uh, the studio that did Midsummer is auctioning off the thirty pound. Um, A24 for a movie doing that they're doing the uh, uh, their sword from mid 90s uh, and they're doing a whole bunch of props but if you want to if you want to look like Florence Pugh it's it's for charity and that could be the only good thing that came out of that movie it's so funny by the way, Essie Davis, who is in Kelly Gang, she is married to that director of Kelly Gang. Oh. Justin okay. Curzel. He also directed Assassin's Creed, the video game movie with Fassbender. So he and okay. Fassbender are, must be like this. I don't know. But he's got a lot of promise. He's very bold in his choices. Let's put it like that. So the other movie is called 
what we well now we have to wait for spaceship earth because it doesn't come out carl till may 8th so you'll get to talk yeah, about that again. i found that out <laughs> i found that out i the neon called me up and said hey what'd you think of the movie and i said oh we talked about it and she's like oh great it doesn't come out till may 8th and i said oh i'm sorry well here it is anyway i said things about your movie well you said good things yeah right do you want to say anything about Swallow, which is available from IFC? And then it turns near the end. You think it's going to be a movie about one thing and about two other weird things. So DVD releases are pretty good this week if you want to pony up the dough for those. And you know Redbox, you don't have to go to Redbox. You can do it online. Did you know that? They offer online streaming. So uh, that is Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. Did you finally see that? Bad oh, I Boys. You're 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 cutting in and out. Oh, because in can you hear me? Missouri. Can yes, you hear I me? can hear you. Okay. Um, bad Boys for Life is out this week. I'd like to do a Bad Boys marathon and watch all three. Yeah. I don't remember anything from the previous two. <laughs> oh, and then The Gentleman, which we both really, really, really liked is available. I would recommend I that. I gentleman. with and a whole bunch of... And Charlie Hoonan again, probably not being naked in this one. And uh, like a boss, but I don't recommend that either. I keep seeing, when I put my uh, DirecTV on pause, ads for like a boss keep popping up and I, I am not going to see that. No, and I told Billy Porter to his face <laughs> that he was the best thing in it. <laughs> um, my wife, once, uh, she keeps asking me to turn on Amazon for her so she can watch Troop Zero. You liked that, right? I didn't see it. Okay. I need somebody, to see we it. Had somebody on. Jim Bass. He sees everything. So uh, the big news in TV this week is the Pawnee, Indiana folks from Parks and Rec are coming on Thursday night, April 30th for one episode. It's, it's gonna be everybody. It's April 30th and it's gonna be for Feeding America. So it's gonna be Nick it, Offerman, uh, Aziz Azera, and um, Chris Pratt, Aubrey Plaza, Rashida Jones, Retta. Chris Pratt. Oh, mm -hmm. oh Rob Lowe and, uh, and is it Andrew Scott? Adam. Adam Scott. I knew I was Everybody from the show. And of course, Amy Poehler, Leslie Nopes. So that'll be fun. And that is, I think, 7 o'clock on Thursday, Sunday night for us Broadway nerds. It's the, the 90th birthday celebration for Stephen Sondheim. 
It's going to be on at seven o'clock on broadway.com. And it's going to be the who's who of Broadway, including Lin-Manuel Miranda and Bernadette yeah. Peters and all those people. So it's going to be awesome. I always watch all those Sondheim things. So this will be good. And um, Lin-Manuel Miranda's movie In the Heights has moved back from Christmas time to next summer. We're not, gonna, moved back. we're not gonna have anything for awards. Yes, it will be Margot Robbie winning Best Actress for Harley Quinn. It's really gonna be something, you know. Uh, they've moved Top Gun Maverick back to Christmas. James Bond. Yep. We're gonna be so busy at that time of year. It's gonna be crazy. Also, um, the Cannes Film Festival is like the last holdout. They did move the dates from May to end of June, but they don't wanna do a virtual. And so they haven't decided yet what they're gonna do. And I guess they'll just keep putting people away. But that was where the Top Gun premiere was going to be and that was where uh Wes Anderson was going to show the French Dispatch and what else was going to be at Con? hmm oh um Edgar Wright's oh, the last um, name in Soho Liz is trying to get in you need to let her in okay I didn't see her okay it isn't showing her oh there she is Okay. There she is. Hey, Chef Liz. Hey, Chef Liz. Turn your phone. Oh, look at her. She's in the kitchen. I know. That's what she said. She was in the kitchen all day. There she hey, is. Hey, Chef Liz. What's cooking? Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's cooking? Uh, I'm actually doing test batches of ice cream. Ah. And we need to get your volume up. You're doing test and research for Clementines, right? Research and development, yes. Yeah. They are still selling pints because I went by the Lafayette Square location and pints are available. Yeah, I know. That's all I've been doing is production. So we're working really hard to keep up with it. That's good. Yeah, ever since they were on Oprah's favorite things. So can we can we get our volume adjusted for you, or how does that? I'll try work? to fix that in post. Okay, Carl's gonna try to fix it in post. So tell us about your your Facebook binge TV watching on Sunday nights. Uh, Sundays we are uh, dedicating a wonderful dish, a paired cocktail, uh, to whatever is really binge-worthy right now, what's 
trending, what's fun, you know, what people are really interested in right now. Um, we've done the Tiger King. We've done uh, Schitt's Creek. Uh, and last week we did the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It was so much fun. So we try and pick something that's really, um, you know, fitting for, for the show or maybe it's something that's actually in the uh, binge-worthy show. And then we also have a very special uh, guest. We have Dr. Dan, the Pancake Man from Dan Cakes, Daniel Drake. Um, and he does I like awesome him. pancake uh, for each show. And then uh, I also co-host with Doug Beerkit from Odds Lane. Uh, he's our, our resident musician for the show. So um, we, we've had so much fun. That's awesome. The Tenacious Eats Facebook page, and it's seven o'clock on Sunday nights. That is correct. Seven o'clock p.m. We go live, and every show I also give uh, out the recipe for the course that I'm making, and I demo how to do it. And it's free. Uh, we just we have a, a virtual tip jar. Uh, we're just asking people to donate. Um, we're, we're giving back money to pork pop for uh, coronavirus. Uh, we're also donating money to uh, Gateway Resilience Fund for restaurant workers. That's wonderful. That is great. It's a good idea, too. So, uh, do you have a show picked out for this Sunday? <laughs> it's funny you mention that, Lynn, because. I was just discussing that with another chef here in the kitchen. He asked, what, is, what are you going to do for Sunday? And I went, I don't know yet. Uh, maybe we'll put it up for a vote tonight, and I'll, I'll announce it tomorrow. Kind of spur of the moment. Uh-huh. I gave you some good suggestions last week. I think Fargo, oh, I would, be, Fargo would be awesome. You know, I haven't watched... Fargo yet? I mean, I stopped with the movie Fargo by the Coen Brothers, so that's first. The first two seasons are so good, so so good. Are they? Yeah, third one. But the fourth one was supposed to come on this April, April tenth, but it's been delayed because they got two more to shoot. But it's set in Kansas City. Yeah, it's gonna start Chris Rock. Which will be awesome. Uh, what do you think, Carl? What did you ask for? What did you say? Uh, well, I told her last week she should do uh, what we do in the shadows because that's a movie and a series. And also Hot, Wet American Summer, which is movie and a series. So you can get both. You can binge the movie and the TV series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I heard or modern... Next, next heard, week she should do... Mandalorian. Do what? Next week she should do um, Mandalorian because it'll be May the 4th. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Mad Men used to be on Sunday nights, so I just always think of Mad Men... And curb your enthusiasm. You can't get anything funnier than that. Although I haven't seen Fleabag yet, but I hear raves from everybody oh, I know. I love Fleabag. I've seen all of Fleabag. That's one of my favorites. 
And I heard Modern Love is very good too. I haven't seen that. Who's in? I haven't either. And now you can see the uh, the her original stage show on. There is no loss of content out there. It's just trying to navigate content. Quite a lot right. of it is, is depressing right now. <laughs> I, I would love to revisit some really great classics. Like I love Firefly, I think Serenity Band. Um, but I don't know if, uh, if they're, I mean, I know there are people who are still into it, but I, I would love to do something that, that I actually love. Yeah. Well, there's Buffy. No, there's still Buffy fans in the world. And Angel. Yeah. The, the, the most impact of any article I've ever done was I interviewed Spike from Buffy for a Comic-Con Wizard World a couple years ago. I've never gotten so much hits ever. I Huge. still have a picture of James Masters on my phone. Or James Marsters, sorry. Masters. He is very nice. He's a classically trained actor. And he does not have a British accent. He used to do a lot of theater in San Francisco and he got hooked up in Chicago with the Steppenwolf gang. And I told him that I went to college with the Steppenwolf founders and he was like, Wah. so he knew them all. So that was fun. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So Buffy's still good. Barry on HBO is cult like, don't you think Carl? It is. I watched the first half of the season and I want to catch up on the rest. Henry Winkler is so good as the acting coach. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. My skin is breaking out all over. That's why I'm feeling. It's like my skin. It's like I'm 65 years old and I'm breaking out. <laughs> but ice cream makes you happy, doesn't it, Liz? Very much. Uh, Sorry, let me, I'll bring you with me. Probably ice cream with booze makes me even happier. They have the new Big Lebowski one called the Dude that's got white Russian in it. You did? Yep. Well, that's awesome. I haven't had, I got the carrot cake the other day. That's fine too. Oh. I came up with it. Yeah. I went to get my nephew a pint of uh, salted cracked caramel for his 30th birthday and drop it off. And I thought, well, as long as I'm getting it, I might as well try the, the new carrot cake one. I'm testing batches right now to see what, what works best. So. Ah. Um, yeah, we, um, I'm, I'm still deciding. So, if, you know, if anybody has questions, uh, we uh, ran a contest last week. That sounds good. And Ozark, uh, by the way, you did Ozark a couple weeks ago, and that it, that premiered higher on Netflix than Tiger King did. 
Good. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of behind on I'm done with Tiger King. I'm moving on. You know, we we get it. We get enough of that living in Missouri. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you, we don't get enough of Ozark. <laughs> yeah, but we also. You know those right. people. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you. I know you're busy, Chef Liz, but we will see you Sunday night at 7 on your Facebook page, Tenacious Eats, and we'll see what's happening with what show you're going to do, and it's going to be running through the pandemic uh, public health crisis time. <laughs> we don't know how long this is going to last, but something fun to look forward to. A dinner and a movie concept, only it's a staying at home. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But hey, thanks. Have a good weekend. You too. Take care of both of you. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Carl. Bye bye. You're welcome, Liz. We'll see you. So, All right. Carl, so Carl, the only thing left to talk about is the local scene, what's happening. And in theater, because you and I both attend theater, the Muni is going to be making an announcement on Monday about their season. Stay tuned. You can see my article on the Belva News Democrat 6 a.m. On, on Monday morning. Choose that, bnd.com. And uh, Stages St. Louis canceled three of their four shows. They still Everything. kept Patsy Klein. Oh, three. What was the show they kept? Always Patsy Klein, which is in the fall. Okay. Or September. I call it September fall. And okay. uh, but, but they canceled Chorus Line, The Kaja Fall, and Alice in Wonderland. I was really looking forward to a Chorus Line. And but they'll be back. And the Black Rep canceled their last show in June. Opera Theater of St. Louis and Union Avenue Opera both canceled their festival seasons. However, Union Avenue Opera is able to move the entire 2020 season to 2021. Nothing different. So they were, they were going to have a world premiere of a. a Oh, Opera Theater was going to have a world premiere of Awakenings. Remember that movie with Robert De Niro? Yeah. yeah. And Robin Williams. Yeah, it's going to be an opera. So okay. don't know what's going to happen with that, but that's Tobias Picker. And he did that great Grapes of Wrath. That's one of the most fantastic operas I've ever seen in my entire life. So, so we'll see. You know, people are going to be coming back with this. It's just at the right time. Because everything's got to be, it's right. all in the timing. Hamilton was canceled, as you know. We don't know when it's coming back. Uh, Tennessee Williams Festival. Yeah, they uh, canceled Shaka Khan the other night. Yeah. Uh, and they did cancel Cats and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate oh, no. Factory. Well, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was going to be here for, you know, how they have those two-week runs now, a little bit short. They used to have three-week runs, and then now they're, 
shorten. Well, Charlie. Well, Charlie it was going to be. Uh, it was going to be here on St. Patrick's Day. I was going to go. I know. That's when everything started just going. Um, yep. The. Uh, All right, Lynn. You're going to lose me here in a second. So. Well, I was just going to say that's what I wanted to say is updating the theater. Anything you got to talk about? I have nothing. I have seen nothing. I've been working and trying to save lives. Yeah, trying to save lives. Trying to stay alive is a good thing. Listen, take care. Be safe. Stay strong. Everybody do what's necessary. Society has asked us to sacrifice, and that's what we got to do. Because we want to see each other down the road, right? Again. Again. Yes. So, yeah. And curbsidestl.com is where you can go to find out what restaurants are open and where you can get food from. Support your local businesses and your local restaurants. Bye-bye. Yes. Support local. Bye. 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 Bye.